Hello, friend. I'm Micah McCurry, and you're listening to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I approach today's program with a hint of trepidation, with just a little bit of hesitancy. You see, I will be delving into a difficult topic, one that may bring up memories that you'd rather not. You see, today I'm going to be sharing with you a gospel tract, beautiful to look at, but convicting on the inside. It's titled this, Thank You for Your Kindness at the Loss of My Loved One. The simple, yellow, almost mustard yellow exterior, very pleasing to set your eye upon, but It contains within it some truths that there may be some listening right now that you don't feel quite ready to hear. May I ask you, may I encourage you to stick around and ask the Lord to give you strength. I'm speaking to those right now that have over the past, maybe just recent days, weeks, maybe months, lost a loved one. They say that time will bind those wounds, will mend those wounds, will numb those wounds, but that's not always true, is it? It's very likely. I'm sure there are some listening right now that even the beginning of this conversation has brought to mind some memories. I pray some positive ones, as you remember those that have gone on before, but I'm sharing with you this gospel tract because of its importance at a specific and particular time. There may be some listening right now, and sad to say, I don't wish this on anyone, but unbeknownst to you, you will be standing by the casket, by the graveside of a loved one, a friend in the near future. We had a dear man of God some days ago lost his wife of 30 or 40 years, and he called and said, the funeral will be a very large one. Now he called just two days after his wife took her last breaths, and he said, I I don't know that I want to make this phone call, but I feel led of the Lord to do so. He asked, do you folks have any gospel tracts that we can give out, that the family, that I, he, could give out, at the funeral. What a testimony. What a convicting thought that this man, just 48 hours after the loss of his wife, could be so concerned with the eternal state of the funeral attendees. And so we sent him some 500 plus of this gospel track titled, Thank You for Your Kindness at the Loss of My Loved One. Please allow me to share it with you now. It says, as we begin, please accept this little tract as a token of gratitude for your comfort and concern. Thank you for weeping, quote, with them that weep, as the Bible describes in Romans twelve fifteen, According to John eleven thirty five, even Jesus wept with those who wept because he understands sorrow. If you've ever lost a loved one, you understand my grief, loss, and loneliness. However, there is comfort and hope because of the promises of God 
who is, the Bible says, touched with the feeling of our infirmities, Hebrews 4.15. There is a place called heaven. My loved one trusted Christ for salvation, and because of this, is in heaven now. The Bible makes it clear that when one who trusts Christ dies, he or she is absent from the body and present with the Lord. 2 Corinthians 5.8 So it is that we know we will be reunited someday, and it has been promised that in heaven he will wipe away all tears from our eyes. Revelation 7.17 It has been said that there are two kinds of funerals, those without hope and those with hope. This was a funeral with hope. This hope can be yours in the face of any sorrow or fear. You can know that you will go immediately to God's heaven when you leave this world. Your loved ones can also have this hope. Do you wonder how we found this assurance? We found it in the person of Jesus Christ. He is the only one who can give you the assurance that you will go to heaven and meet your loved one again. He said of himself, He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. John 3.36 And he said this, In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, there ye may be also. John 14, 2 and 3. Jesus Christ is the only way to heaven. Acts 4.12 says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Christ himself said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Christ is the way to the Father in heaven because... He bore all our sins when he was nailed to the cross. 1 Peter 2.24 says that he bare our sins in his own body on the tree. And it says again in 1 Peter 3.18, For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that's talking about us, that he might bring us to God being put to death in the flesh. Why though? Why did he do this? Because all of us are sinners. According to Romans 3.23, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And Romans 6.23 says, the wages of sin is death. God loves you. He wants you in heaven. He offers full and free forgiveness of sins when we receive his Son as our Lord and Savior, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Ephesians 1, 7. And this is the record, that God hath given to us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. Receive him now. 
as your Lord and Savior. Admit to him that you are a lost sinner who can do nothing to earn salvation. For by grace are ye saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Ephesians 2, 8, 9. Believe that he paid for your sins on the cross, was buried, and rose again. The Bible says, For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received. How that? Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. 1 Corinthians 15, 3 and 4. Then, by an act of your will, receive him as your Lord and Savior. If you receive him, you may claim his promise. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that heareth my word, and believeth on him that sent me, hath everlasting life, and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. John 5.24 If you'd like some more reading on your own time, you can look at 1 Thessalonians 4, verses 13-18. You will learn that when our Lord returns, our loved ones who trusted in him that have already died will be raised from the dead. He will bring their spirit with them from heaven to enter their changed eternal bodies. And then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. If you have still not received Christ as your Savior, please come to him now in him is eternal life. He is the one who raised the little girl, the young man and Lazarus from the dead. He overcame death when he rose from the grave, and he will raise from the grave those who trusted in him. He will bring to pass the truth. Death is swallowed up in victory. 1 Corinthians 15, 41. Accept him as your Lord and Savior and receive the eternal life he offers. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 6.23 Come with your burden of sin and sorrow and fears to the one who said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Matthew 11.28 We came to him, so we will not be separated forever. Whether through death or the Lord's return, we will be together in heaven with the Lord. May it be that you and your loved ones will join us too. Thank you again for your kindness. Did you today, my dear listener, did you receive Christ? Do you have questions? I'd love to refer you to a website that we've put together specifically for that purpose entitled realbibleanswers.com, R-E-A-L, Bible Answers, realbibleanswers.com. Maybe you're saying, Christian friend, that I need some of those gospel tracts. I have a funeral upcoming. Maybe call us at 309-828-6888. The announcer will give you that number again at the close of the broadcast. But maybe you need them expedited to you for a special purpose. Feel free to call us and get a hold of us. I wonder, I wonder when it was that Paul Levine wrote this gospel tract. I'm going to have to go back in the archives and figure that out. You know, his wife died in 1994. She had dealt with Alzheimer's for five, six years at that point. 
but she passed away a few years before Dr. Paul did, and he, by the grace of God and the strength that only comes by the grace of God, he dealt with in such an amazing way the loss of his dear wife, Miss Dorothy. I wonder if he wrote that gospel tract in the aftermath of that, maybe even in advance of the funeral. I'll have to look into that. Friend, maybe you need the gospel today. Maybe you need the Savior today. Would you please reach out to us? The announcer will come on in just a moment, giving you ways for you to contact us. I would love to personally hear from you. Thank you so much for being a part of our broadcast. Thank you so much for being a part of our listeners. I pray that you have a great day for His glory. Join us the remainder of this week. Thank you for your kindness. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.